This is War Vessel Radio, standing firm upon the truth of Jesus Christ and speaking triumphantly from the Word of God, boldly living from a position in Christ and decreasing so that Jesus will increase, proclaiming to the world the gospel of Jesus Christ and a hope and a future found in Him. Hello, everyone. Welcome to episode nine of the War Vessel Radio podcast. I'm here again with Ben, and we're picking back up where we left off from two weeks ago with our last dependent episode. And I said in the last episode we're going to talk about something new, but both Ben and I kind of came to this terms that dependence was not over for us. And so we're going to be talking about that, and Ben has had a big heart for this over the last couple of weeks, and he's been pouring into this. So I'm going to let him kick it off and get started. But first, we're going to start with some quirky questions. So I'm going to ask first, and then Ben's going to ask me a quirky question. So quirky question number one to Ben. Who is your favorite superhero? Oh, man. Well, first off, it's really good to be back here again with you. Um, you. But I would say, I would have to say, I don't know, I've always admired Captain America and I know that probably a lot of people like him but I like it just the fact that he is he's a stand-up quality guy through and through he does what's right or he he tries to do what's right agreed I really like Captain America as well yeah um okay so I have the uh question for you as well which um I think is a really interesting one it's uh what is what is your biggest pet peeves or pet peeve biggest pet peeves um, well, one, and I think people have this pet peeve quite a bit, but it's when food starts colliding with other food on your plate, you know, and your applesauce <laughs> is getting mixed in with your mashed potatoes or your green I beans. And, and it's not that I don't like mixing food together. Like I love it on Christmas day gravy. I, I slather that slather. That's a word. We just yeah, made it up. We just created it. I slather that all over everything. And it doesn't matter if it gets mixed up and everything kind of collides. But for the most part, I like food to stay separated. Yeah. <laughs> Asbestos. I can't. Yeah. I, I think that's kind of for most people <laughs> yeah. as well. So there's my pet peeve. All right. So let's get into what we're going to talk about. Ben, what has been on your, what has the Lord put on your heart? Yeah. Um, so it's been really interesting looking into, into dependence and just recognizing my dependence on the Lord. He, he has a particular way of just revealing that to you. Uh, when, when you, when you, I, I know I have a tendency to, when, when he has done great things in my life, I have a tendency to see those and not recognize them for the blessings from him that they are. Mm-hmm. And a verse that really has been uh, sticking out to me, which love this verse, but it's Proverbs 3, 5, and 6. And it says, Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge him and he shall direct your paths. And the part right there that really gets me is the part about not leaning on your own understanding. Mm -hmm. And because... You can't trust the Lord and trust yourself. You have to trust the Lord, Him solely. And I look at that, there are, there are times in my life where, where I will take and I'll look at an experience that God has helped me through in the past, and I'll, 
I'll look at it and be like, okay, so for me to prepare for this, I do what I did before, not not recognizing that it was God that did the work or not not asking for him to provide as he did before Mm -hmm. and taking it for granted that he did before. And so just that part about trusting him solely with all of my heart. And when you're trusting with all your heart, it's all your heart. You don't have room for trusting in yourself. Right. That's really good. I like what you brought up about, and I think you said a little differently, but looking at experiences that have happened in your life or are happening and choosing to operate from those experiences, like in this situation, you know, something bad happened. And so the next time the situation comes around, I'm going to anticipate that it's probably going to end up badly instead of choosing to surrender to the Lord that particular thing and give it up to him and say, Lord, I, I trust you. I'm being dependent upon you that I know in my flesh what happened last time we went through, I went through this, but I believe by your power that you can change this or make me stronger as I walk through this. Instead of turning into fear, anxiety, or worry, or doubt, we're, we're establishing ourselves upon a, a faith position and not a emotion, feeling, experience. And out at Ellerslie, they call this fact, um, following faith, or fact, feeling faith, or something like that. And fact is what we should be focused upon, and our faith should be drawn towards fact. But experience is on the back end, you know, waving its arms around, trying to distract faith from fact. And Jesus tells us, no, you can go through this triumphantly in me. And experience is back there going, no, you've never done this triumphantly before. It's always ended in failure. And that can, if faith doesn't keep its eyes on fact, it's going to fall off and just lose, and it's going to be bad. Which is, I think, the experience for most of us. Um, I was going to go someplace else with that, but I lost yeah. the thought. So what do you think? Yeah, then? I something that I kind of caught on to when you were talking there is just the thing of how when experience kind of waves its hands at you and it's like, no, 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 you can't do this. You haven't done this before. Or, you know, you can do this. You can mm-hmm. do it on your own. You don't need God. When when that happens and the the doubts come, I I was reading through uh, reading through the Psalms and in Psalm uh, Psalm twenty five, it would be well, it's kind of one through three ish. But it says, "To you, O Lord, I lift up my soul. O my God, I trust in you. Let me not be ashamed. Let not mine enemies triumph over me. Indeed, let no one who waits on you be ashamed." Mm-hmm. And I look at that, and it's there are times where in the waiting, waiting experience really yells loudly mm-hmm. in the in those times where it's like, no, 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 you know, you, re- you just have to move here. You have, you have to act. You don't, don't, don't wait on, you know, he's just, he just wants you to move when you feel in your spirit. No, he wants me to wait. He wants me to trust in him. Mm-hmm. And those are times that I know that I struggle most is, is in the waiting times when I, I see, I see the, the end goal that I want, mm-hmm. but God has a different end goal in mind. And that, that to me right there is just so encouraging, just talking about how, how there is, David had that heart as well, but he goes on to talk about how God does, that God does come through, mm-hmm. and he does help us. 
you know, the humble he guides in justice down in verse mm-hmm. nine there. And uh, the humble he teaches his way. And just that reassuring promise there, it's just so precious. That's really good. I kind of going off of, I was reading verse four here down a little bit. And it, it said, verse four and five, it says, show me your ways, O Lord, teach me your paths, lead me in your truth and teach me for you are the God of my salvation on you. I wait all the day. And you touched on that waiting, but going back to that fact versus faith versus experience or fact, faith experience uh, story or whatever you want to call it. Um, fact is representative of, of truth. And ultimately our truth is Jesus. Like Jesus is truth. And that is what faith is fixing its eyes upon is Jesus and the things that Jesus says all throughout his word are things that our faith should be staking a claim in and saying, I believe this wholeheartedly. And so it's, that's what our heart needs to be is we need to be, in order to be dependent, we have to be going and saying, Lord, show me your way, lead me in your paths, lead me in your truth, lead me in Jesus and teach me for you are ultimately the God of my salvation, and I cannot do this by myself. I will always fall to experience and, and past failures will distract my faith if I'm not focused upon Jesus, who is my salvation. And that, like you said, it's that waiting before the Lord for everything. And not not that we go and we go to brush our teeth and we're like, I'm waiting on the Lord to tell me if he wants me to brush my teeth. And we laughed about that a little bit before as I, I was talking a little bit about that. That's not really the point, but it's that our heart is meditating upon him and that we are desiring to hear from the Lord and to be led by him and not be led by ourselves. How does, mm-hmm. does that yeah. sound right to you? Yeah. Yeah. I, I know that it, for me looking at it, I just something that I had thought about before is often I, I just want, I just want that place. Like I'm mm-hmm. a pretty, pretty black and white type of guy. I want that place where I'm like, all right, I act this way. You know, the Lord, the Lord comes in here, everything goes great looking on that experience. I just want that place where I can be mm-hmm. really it's me wanting to be non dependent on the Lord, independent of the Lord and being being able to just act the same way and do the same things and have the same outcome when it's not me that's actually doing the work. Mm-hmm. And so I think I I have some things in my life that God has taken and he he does such a good job. It, it talks about it how he he uh, he humbles the proud, mm-hmm. and there are times those times where I'm taking I'm running with things that he has done for me. He will he comes he has such a way like I said before bring me back to the point of of humbleness and dependence on him. And I think that's one of the greatest blessings in in James. It talks about counting your trials. You know, count it all joy when you fall into various mm-hmm. trials, and I see that as those those trials are God's. It's His love, His His way of humbling us. I think, and oftentimes to to coming back to Him again and coming to that place of abiding with Him, and that's where we can count it all joy because, mm-hmm. and I know this is a little bit of a rabbit trail, but because He because he is drawing us to him through those. He never wants to take us away from him by what he allows into our lives. No, I'm, I'm right with you there. In fact, last episode, um, I talked a little bit about how I felt like I was going through this time of chastening or had gone through this time of chastening. 
And that's exactly the point that, praise the Lord, I recognized as a time of chastening, and it wasn't, oh my goodness, this is happening to me in my life, and I didn't know why. It just seemed like I was having a bad day or bad week. But instead, I could recognize it and say, Lord, you're trying to show me something through this. And that, like you said, take joy in that and realize, hey, the Lord is doing a good work in me through this difficulty. I just need to dig in and and grit my teeth, if you will, not in a bad way, but and just say, Lord, whatever I needs to be removed from my life through this, I give that to you. I'm dependent upon you for this. That That's good. In fact, in... Just further down in chapter 3 of Proverbs, verses 11 and 12, it says, My son, do not despise the chastening of the Lord, nor detest his correction. For whom the Lord loves, he corrects, just as the Father, the Son, in whom he delights. So that was an interesting rabbit trail you took mm-hmm. in, but it does come full circle. Yeah, yeah. I look at that sometimes in those, <clears throat> in those times of trials, and <clears throat> I know this partly because of <laughs> recent, but I have a tendency to to in those trials be like, oh, my word, what have I done wrong? And kind of tend to draw back into into my own shell, into my own thoughts. When, like you were saying, that thing of digging in and being like, no, God has his, God has my best in mind through all of this and not mm-hmm. see it as I'm being punished for, you know, no reason or, you know, chastisement is, mm-hmm. his working in me is just, for punishment. No, he's always got that better plan in mind. He's always looking to draw us closer to him. Right. And I think I, I talked to you before this, uh, as we were kind of discussing what we were, our angle was going to be in this podcast or this episode. And I I was attracted to, or drawn towards in the same Proverbs three, nine and 10, it says, honor the Lord with your possessions, with the first fruits of all your increase so your barns will be filled with plenty and your vats will overflow with new wine. And here it seems to indicate, uh, you know, back in the day in Israel, they would have a harvest or they would have new wine. And then the first fruits were offered as a sacrifice or given back to the Lord as a set apart thing, that the best of what we have is going to be given to the Lord as our, as a blessing to him for what the the overall blessing he's given us. And I I like that, but I'm not looking at it for us, I'm not looking at it as a physical thing that if I s- surrender my truck, a rusty lots of miles truck, I'm going to get 12 new Silverados because I gave it to the Lord. You know, I'm not expecting that. But rather a spiritual element that if I surrender the areas of my life the first fruits of the areas of my life, like what I'd rather do now, I'm choosing to give to the Lord. And so I'm going to spend this time, instead of pursuing myself or my own interests, pursuing the Lord and his interests, setting that aside, I believe the, the Lord will show increase spiritually in my life and I will learn to delight in the increase that he gives me there. What do you think about that? Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Man, I just, I, I can't get off that thing of just digging in deep because mm-hmm. I know that that was such a big thing. That is such a big thing for me of digging in deep. And even when, <clears throat> even when it looks like digging in deep is the worst idea, it's like, no, 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 retreat from the, retreat from the trials and the, mm-hmm. and the chastisement, you know, run from those, but instead um, embracing them and 
in that time, reckon, I think it is a really good time of God showing us, hey, you know, you haven't given up that first fruit there. You know, you're. Mm-hmm. It, it's a time for him to work on us. And, right. and I think it's one of the best, those are some of the best times of growth is when he is, he is taking and he is pointing things out and just, and, uh, just in allowing us to see where, where he, what he wants to take. He's like, I want that. I want that. Mm-hmm. I want that time. You know, it doesn't have to be sin. Yes. He wants, he wants to take that, that sin. He wants to, to, uh, free us from that but he also he wants to forgive us for that but he wants to he, he's like i want that time you know that right. time that you're spending doing this you know mm-hmm. you don't actually need to be doing that you should spend that time with me right and uh something that also i look at as far as the, just such a great example of t- dependence is paul he he talks about how it's talking about his thorn in the flesh it's in second mm-hmm. corinthians 12 7 through Let's see, be 10 here. It says, just a little background here. It says, And lest I should be exalted above measure, by the abundance of the revelations, a thorn in the flesh was given to me, a messenger of Satan to buffet me, lest I be exalted above measure. Concerning this thing, I pleaded with the Lord three times that it might depart from me. But he said to me, My grace is sufficient for you. My strength is made perfect in weakness. Therefore, most gladly, I will rather boast in my infirmities that the the power of Christ might rest upon me. Therefore, I take pleasure in my infirmities, in reproaches, in needs, in persecution, in distresses, for Christ's sake. For when I am weak, then I am strong. And obviously, I couldn't say that better, but just my my heart mm-hmm. goes out towards that and the truth that when we are when we recognize that dependence on the Lord, He He can take that and wheel or He can use it. And to work himself mightily through us. Because when right. I'm small, then he is big. Mm-hmm. And his his power can work through me. It's not my little my little might of my own trying to trying to push through, but it's his it's his right hand of mm-hmm. power coming through, which nothing stops. And that's what that's what happens when when I rely on the Lord, when each one of us relies mm-hmm. on the Lord, is it's not our puny little effort trying to push through. It's relying on him, asking him to do the work. Mm-hmm. And I think it just says it so well there. Yeah, that's super good. It reminds me of back when John the Baptist is either, it's right, I think it's right before he baptizes Jesus. He says, I must decrease so that he can increase or he must increase so I, and I must decrease. One Either way, it's the same. Um, saying that, you know, his ministry was all in preparation for Jesus to come and for Jesus to be enlarged and that he is merely the stepping stone for Jesus. And I, that's what our spiritual lives are to look like or the heart we're supposed to have of the Lord is, Lord, decrease me so that you can grow in me and that the things that are taking up space in my life, remove them so that you can abound in the spiritual temple that you desire to live in the fullness of. So that's really cool. So I think that's about all we can cover. And that was, that was really good. I know some people can read a title like dependence and, and especially when you're just scrolling through podcasts to listen to, and you're like, ah, oh, that, that does sound kind of boring. And I get that, but it's actually one of the most exciting parts of our Christian walk and our faith is that, yeah, it's difficult to remain dependent upon something, especially for things that we often don't see and, but it's 
like we've been talking about ex- with experience, and I'm going to conclude here, but that as we give over independence to Christ, our experiences, we get new experiences, and our experiences are, God was faithful here when I trusted him with this. And as the more we continue that, the more our experiences add up and we recognize the Lord has been faithful throughout all my life, and we can look back, and eventually in our lives, I truly believe that our experiences well, out, our good experiences with Jesus will outweigh the bad experiences we've had in life, and we can rest upon that inheritance and that gracious grace that he's given us throughout our lives. So that is how I'm going to conclude. Thank you all for listening to this week and joining us, and I just pray blessings, and may you dig into the dependence of Christ and welcome the chastening where you need to be chastened. And so, yes, appreciate you guys listening, and... Thank you so much. Take care. Thank you for listening to War Vessel Radio. If you enjoyed this podcast, please follow and share this podcast with others so the truth of Jesus Christ will continue to spread. Thanks again for listening, and may the love, joy, peace, and grace of Jesus fill you today. Thank you.